I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 60 Days In, Season 8, Episode 1, Welcome to Pitt County. We wow. like this. Yeah. I like what they did this time with the two-hour intro. Yeah, I do too. That was cool. I, I liked the interviews with the staff and the inmates that are already there yeah, and I before didn't, they did the I didn't cats. initially because it was a two-hour surprise. Yeah, it was long, but it it was worth watching. It had good content. Yeah, I think it really added to the the backdrop of of this season. I think last season we got what was that? Scandrick was his name, the sheriff. Yeah, yeah, we got. He was a bit of a personality, yeah. And so we got him and his stick. I didn't care for him and whatever his reelection campaign or whatever that was going to be. Yeah. That's what we got before, and that was that clouded, I think, a couple of the first episodes. So to do this at the beginning for two hours, I thought was all right. Yeah. I'm assuming we're going to run into some of these people through this season. I was thinking, and I, and I could be off base here, but I was thinking that their reasoning for interviewing inmates a full well, yeah, I know 30 where days I know beforehand where you're going. was to get them used to cameras being around when there's clearly no 60 days in people there. And then bring them and in later. And then they bring in the middle of it, and then they're less suspecting of It's it a being smart move on in. their part. I thought so, too. Except for they got it right away, evidently. Yeah, because of microphones? Yeah, that's, it seems, that seems dumb. You'd think they'd have the same crew all the time, mm -hmm. but I guess you can't always keep people. But I guess they didn't have microphones in the cells before, so they probably Well, yeah, I'm sure they did. We've heard people talking in the cells, but you'd think the microphone would be somehow in with the camera. You would think. The, if Maybe you could, they're not allowed normally to listen to inmates. Mm, it could be a privacy issue. It could be. But Jake already – so my thought is – and we'll kind of get into this just because you went there. We'll get into this Jake super fan who said he's not going back in. <sighs> this guy. Well, He's what, grating you, on my nerves. Do you blame him? I mean Pitt County, this That's is a, a rough place. This is a different kind of a jail than we've seen before. I was shocked to be honest that they were doing this with – you know, cast members, essentially, because this seems like somebody could legitimately get hurt in this place. It seems a little violent. Um, we don't know. I mean, there's a stereotype about somebody just getting a few more charges. But ultimately, every, then just remember, everybody in this jail, what they said is waiting trial. That's what they're waiting for. These aren't people... At least what they said. On the female side, the lady said that she'd been there for – she'd been sentenced there. But what they said in the two-hour preview with these people are waiting trial. So oh, they're really not convicted yet. These are people who didn't get bail or aren't allowed to be bonded out. You know, they didn't get a bond. I don't remember hearing that. I did. But okay. So that's why. I'll take your word for it. So he he was already at a disadvantage. Racially speaking, he, he didn't blend in. He did not blend in. Don't think you think they have to think about that a little bit. You we think. we've seen enough dopey white dudes go in there 
and just and really kind of get busted right away. Yeah, that is pretty. So common. it happens. Would remember you, that one guy? I don't know if it was last season or the season before. The blonde dude that, that got like pummeled. Like, yeah, with the glasses. Him in his bed or something. Dude with the that? glasses. Yeah, I think he's actually like a a prison guard now. Wow. Yeah, I think he's turned into some security person. He's got some that's Instagram crazy. presence of what he does now. I think that's the same guy. But do Interesting. You, do you blame Jake? Well, I mean, he has to realize, though, that he jeopardizes the safety of everyone involved if he doesn't return to his cell and get called out like a normal person would. That's what I don't understand. That there- he doesn't care. Because remember now, he's still quarantined mm-hmm. for five days. So he's not in with general population. He's just in with they the one guy. They can go past his room and point at him and gesture want. and whatever all they want to. Nobody can get at him. He's Other not than his in, roommate. Yes, that's cellmate. it. He's not with anyone else. So it does not make sense to me for him to say, I'm not going back to my cell. Could for he, an hour, two hours, six hours, whatever. That he, is ridiculous. Could he just be scared? Remember? He, yeah, he's being a wussy because he doesn't care about anybody Whoa. else. I mean, he assumed this risk when he accepted the role on the show and the money for participating. Remember season one when the dude went into solitary and didn't come out? Yeah. So he, he had a stomach issue. Yeah. So he wasn't going to come out. And then tapped out when they were going to make him come out. Mm-hmm. So they pull him for an interview, and he says, I'm not going back in. I don't feel comfortable going back into quarantine. I'm not going back in there. But he's a super fan. So, you know, these super fans. Think they can do it better. Yeah, or, or they don't. I think you don't really realize how serious this place is. Right. Until you really get in there. Mm-hmm. You're here. And the realization of, I really don't feel comfortable. I've never been in this situation before. And I don't have to be here. They could end up pulling everybody. Right. My That's thought what I mean. was, when the season one, when episode one ended here, was that, you know what? They just made clear house. <laughs> and then tap out. And then just have to do something different. Mm-hmm. That would really stink. Yeah. I Wouldn't think, be much of a season. <laughs> I think you'd have to. To I have a feeling they're going to lose quite a few early. Yeah, I think so. This guy was a super fan of Darius, who I think was the star of last season. He definitely was. I mean, Carlos got all the pub, and you know, yeah, he I played. Like he played the game, but Darius was really. Um, I wonder For what real, he's up to there now. with a purpose. I'm going to check and see what he's up to. You know, our reality TV podcast in life kind of gets us out of stuff. We don't really do inside scoop of 60 days in. Mm-hmm. We have to draw the line somewhere. But this guy, see, floating through intake, everything going great. And then they spotted the microphone. I'm guessing there has to be some kind of transmitter or something sticking out of the door. Yeah, I don't know. Seems like a bad idea. And if you're going to do this, you should do this on multiple cells, not just on this guy's cell. Right. Because you, you can't make it look like this is different. Uh-huh. And this guy isn't experienced enough to point the other dude. It ain't me. It's him. Mm-hmm. So. What do you think about the sheriff? 
Um, I was trying to figure out what was up with her speech. Paula Dance. It appears that her lips do not move. Like there's no, like, like almost like she had Botox in her lips. Mm. They seem paralyzed. Maybe I don't she, know if she had a show. stroke or what, but mm. her lips do not move. And so I think this is why it sounds almost like she's speaking with cotton balls. It was distracting for me, but that's just I have just to me. think if you ran a prison, you know, you just, so what was the documentary that you just watched? You finished um, watching? It was Exposing Parchment. Yeah. That was so something else. I have to think if you're the sheriff here. You'd at least know what they were eating. And for her to say, I haven't tried the food, mm-hmm. you'd think at some point you go, I'd like to at least know what they're eating. Mm-hmm. You know, these bricks that they got at the end of yeah, the that day. that was crazy. Just a couple of, you could just sandwiches imagine. Sandwiches with they, no fruits or vegetables. You could imagine they were just soggy Nasty. sandwiches, you know. Wrapped in plastic. Made at lunchtime. Gross. The drugs seemed to be. Like nothing I've seen before Yeah, on an but actual people are, show. People are overdosing in their cells. That's not normal. Yeah, you normally see them kind of making their own drugs. Manufacturing stuff. Or yes. Like hooch. So for me, this seemed really obvious. They talk about not being able to vet guards. Mm-hmm. The guards are... We already know guards are just low paid. I mean, that just happens. Right. It's just not an, an industry where you make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so you could just imagine that the guards are bringing the drugs in. Yeah. How hard would it be to get somebody that you know who's looking for a job to get their brother or sister on the prison staff? Mm. And drugs are in. So I don't know how you handle I think when you go and find out what's going on, this is what you're going to find. Yeah. These are the people bringing the drugs in. Yeah. Because they're not bringing them in themselves. Right. Because you can only bring so well, many. It's like in past seasons. It ends up being um, the trustees passing it around. The guards bring it in and the trustees circulate it. Mm. Because they can go from cell to cell. They have more freedom. The guards are unvetted. Drugs are everywhere. They're 10% understaffed. The women's side seemed really bad. Really bad. bad. Right. Yes. I couldn't believe that. They're having to make their own tampons. That is ridiculous. I mean ridiculous. We're talking basic human provisions here. Mm. And they can't go outside because they didn't make an exit to the outside. But the men get to go out every day. This is ridiculous. And on top of that, they're not even—they're not even like in bunk beds like they have in, in like a dorm style like they have in the men's. They're in actual cells, I, so they're not only locked down, but they can't go outside. Some of the men were in those. Maybe it was the quarantine section that yeah. was like that. Right. I don't know if I'm in this jail. Mm-hmm. I'm going to want a room. Open bunks are a bad idea. They just are. Some really bad things can happen in that yeah. scenario. At least in my room, I'd only have to... Maneuver the people you're staying with. Yes, one or two people in that room. 
I think I could survive in that scenario. But a 24-man bunk, I mean, you could just be a casualty, friendly fire. But I guess if I was in jail, then I guess it probably wouldn't matter. But that woman's side looked tough. Yeah, it did. Three in a cell, 48 in a pod. Yeah, I think for, happening over I'd there. be afraid for them even to put people in this place. I think if production goes in there and sees and they do this 30 days before and they go, you know what? This is not a good setup. Yeah, this isn't a good idea. <laughs> this is a bit rough. I imagine people probably talk a little rougher than they are, but I don't know. You saw the way they were talking to the guards. Yeah. I mean, they were telling the guards to get out, get out of here. You know, and it's like, wow, that's wicked. Mm-hmm. So this place is rough. Yeah, they went through the. I mean, I was in a sixty-person pod in basic training, right? Mm-hmm. Completely different scenario, but the group really impacts your sleep. Of but, course. But we see them here. They are kicking on the door again. This is oh. what we had last last season. This is what I said to you uh, that I could not tolerate. I would lose my mind. Mm-hmm. If there was all this racket 24-7 and you couldn't rest and you couldn't make the noise stop and you have no way to block it out, I would lose my freaking mind. This is what Darius snapped at last season. Yeah. This is the door kicking. Yeah. You know, hygiene. And that big lady, too, that came out in her underwear. You remember that? <laughs> she was, she was screaming. It was Rose. Yeah, she was so sweet. Yeah. She yeah, lost she, her marbles, too. She came out in her drawers. Yeah. All mad, snapped. Yep. I'm surprised I remember all that. <laughs> that was Rose. I liked Rose. I did too. Yeah. They had programs and training, but I, I think a lot of it, you see, I think if you just gave people decent food. Right. You found a way to feed them, give them basic hygiene stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. If you don't have somebody putting money on your books, what are you getting? Right. You know, you talked about the washcloths. He said something about using the same washcloth to clean your butt as you do your face. But well, I have everybody to, does because you wash your face first. I have to tell you, yes, this is what you do. This goes back to <laughs> this goes back to Chandler and Joey. You sharing the same soap in the shower. Just remember the thing that you wash um, first is what I maybe yeah is touching the same thing that I wash last. <laughs> so, well, who puts the soap directly on their body? That's what the washcloth's for. I get it. <laughs> I just a hint though. Do always wash your face first. Right. But they get, you know, minimal stuff. It's just crappy. And so this is where it starts. Right. And so, well, you can imagine it changes their whole attitude when they feel yucky. Yeah, they talk about like an eight dollar tube of toothpaste. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So the jail what a scam. Well, they're just, it's just robbing the families. Is what it, they're it's doing. just underfunded, and the, the money isn't going to. It's different if it would be the money would be going into their meals. So you know what? We're going to use commissary money to keep food upkeep going. Uh huh. Definitely they, not doing that. They're not doing that. I mean, you get people throwing food away. Well, I said to you that I'm shocked that this is even allowed because any uh, federally funded. Um, or supplemented nutrition program, just like public schools, has to follow basic nutrition guidelines. 
at every meal. That's why in school, kids are forced to take, but it's because they get federal money. Hmm. They're forced to take a a vegetable, a fruit, a milk, even if they're not going to consume it, they have to receive it. Hmm. So, I mean, that's a legal thing. Like, it's not even a choice. So, I don't understand how prisons could get away with not providing them. I'm sure they get federal money. You watched this documentary, right? You saw how atrocious that was. Oh, that was Where did you watch that? What was that Um, on? It was on Philo. Mm. So, Um, it was probably like an A&E thing. Yeah, I think it was A&E is what it was. The title again? Uh, Exposing Parchment. It was like a three-hour documentary. And it was one of the most eye-opening shows that I have seen. Yeah, it was a... It was something else. Uh, I grab a box of tissues because if you're a mom, it will break your heart. Mm. But that was like real. It has taken place um, it was over the last few years during the pandemic mm. um, because it prompted a um, but see, Justice nobody's looking. investigation. I mean, what do people think about prisoners, right? Yeah. And here's the... Not that you should do this to actual convicted people, but the majority of these people in this jail even aren't convicted, mm-hmm. right? They're just waiting trial and can't get their bond or are unbondable. So they're not even guilty of anything at this point. And this is how they're treated. Yeah. Not that you should be treated. Your basic right should be treated equally no matter what. But this is what's happening. I get Pitt County's not uh, – You know, it's not a completely wealthy place. So it's not like there's a lot of money. And I mean, I get the issue, but you still have to treat people right. Yeah. They're still humans. They all had a problem. And I didn't quite get the squatting and coughing and the scan. Uh Uh-huh. But we watched this. Did you end up watching first book? No, I haven't seen it yet. Well, it's the same type of thing. It looks like this body scan that they have everybody go through is pretty similar everywhere. But they still have you. It's like what you have in an airport. They still have you completely squat and cough. Yeah, I don't get To make sure that you're clearing everything out of your. Orifices. Yeah, out of your hoo-ha. But if you're going to get it on the scan, it tells me the scan probably isn't 100%. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't know, it's just demeaning. Yes. You know, we they used to do stuff to us in basic training just to kind of break our spirit. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if going in there, if that isn't just a, a sign that... Of who's in control. Yeah, who's in, who's in charge. Yeah. We got Jamil, 31 years old. He's from North Carolina. Um, kind of a young, skinny dude. Um. He was the one that went in there talking about how dirty it was and how dirty it smelled. I think if you're going into jail like this, the guy he went in there with, he didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. He'd been in there before. If you go in there right. complaining about it being dirty, mm-hmm. this is almost a good sign a tell. that you're not used to being in here. Right. Like, this is dirty. It even smells dirty. Right. Send him to parchment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's not funny. No. But their water situation was bad. They were drinking, you know, they have that faucet. But you, could you imagine that their drinking water is drinkable? That parchment water was just horrible. That, that was, was brown. brown. I'm not trying to mix up shows here, but we, I guess we've seen these yeah, these jail shows. Terrible. 
back to back. So it's um, it's tough. Yeah. If they didn't have a working sink at all, then they couldn't even get brown water. They had to use toilet water. Yeah. Yeah, that's not happening. No. The people got to drink. Right. Especially because that facility had no heat or AC. (laughs) (laughs) They were roasting in there. Mm. In the south in the summer. Yeah, and everything's leaking, so it's so humid. Yep, and mold. And nobody cares. And they had no power. There was no lights. They were in the dark. There's nothing you can do. They, and they lost some of the keys to the cells, so they couldn't even come out. Mm. <laughs> They'd go a month or more with no shower. Yeah, I think maybe we're talking about the wrong show. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about parchment. Yeah, I get it. Just so shocking. It just blows but my mind. But you see it even here. You see the basic conditions that yeah. just aren't being met right. for everybody. I think Charlotte kind of highlighted that, right? She's the 43-year-old ex-inmate. Um, she had been in a federal jail previously so she's the one who really was going in to highlight basic human rights for the inmates my thing though is you don't need a 60 days in mock inmate to go in and tell you that you don't have these basic things the person running the jail should be able to walk through the jail and see that you don't have these basic things you could interview legitimately just talk to people Right. Show me, because you're the boss, right? Mm-hmm. Show me your hygiene products. Mm-hmm. Maybe be in the pod when they're distributing the meals. Mm-hmm. Look at what they're eating. Well, you see, the trouble is that when the people in charge know that a tour is happening or Everybody, somebody's coming to inspect, we do the same thing. They smell bleach and whatever, you know, they, they're trying to cover up and hide. Whatever their problems are. Yeah, the guards aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Maybe they get to let people out to clean, but they got to stay in there and watch them. But uh, who knows? You know, they're too busy on their phone and they don't want to spend an hour with the inmates out cleaning. So it doesn't get cleaned. So they don't care. She, Charlotte went in for a year and a day. She said for working in a smoke shop. I think she's from Texas, working in a smoke shop in Texas, and they had some synthetic marijuana there. Mm -hmm. So she got caught up in the raid. Texas doesn't mess with that. No, they didn't. She was in with that lady who was detoxing. Yeah, that was kind of scary for her. You know, we kind of had that last season with Rose, right? Mm -hmm. They had somebody who kept, remember, kept seizing, had seizures. Yeah. So. They didn't know if she was faking or not. But nobody would take it seriously. But you get people in there on drugs, and so you could be in yeah. there for a month, get drugs and detox, all because you can't get your hands on more drugs. Mm-hmm. This seems like a tough jail. Yeah, This isn't going to go well. No. This show, if you haven't gotten it, it's on, on Thursday nights. The premise is that they take regular people. Last season, they took inmates, real Former inmates. inmates. And put them back in. Former inmates. And that got a little aggressive. Yeah, because some of them fell back into their, you know, survive and thrive kind of mentality. Came right in with a lot of commissary and made like a A store. store Uh Where, you know, people are already doing that. So they didn't want them to come in and do illegal things. Right. They came in and became pod bosses right away and that kind of thing. But here, the drug situation, it's just so bad. 
there, remember, it was a couple of seasons ago, probably season five and six, where they had the guy on two years in a row, big um, guy. I think he used to be an ex-guard or something. Mm-hmm. And he came in, and remember, he got his hands on drugs, yeah. and then he brought them out. Mm-hmm. And that was such a big deal, but that he had just some. But here it's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, on camera, you get people, whatever they're Delivering, snorting. exchanging. Yep. So these people have to last 60 days and report to – they're supposed to gather intel and come back out again is what they're supposed to do. I would not want my jail in this program. Yeah. Because it looks really bad already. Yep. It, it just does. does. There's nothing good that comes out of this jail. They, they got serious problems. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. They know this already. They don't need 60 days in no. people to go in and tell them this. They already know these problems are there. So that's why I'm a little bit confused about why they're doing this. Yeah. Maybe they don't know how it's happening. We still get four more people going in or seven total. Mm-hmm. So we got three of them this time. And I think Jacob's out, right? Yeah. We're pretty convinced that Jake or Jacob, whatever, yeah. that Jacob Ramsey is no more. He's not going back in. Running for the hills. Even the Jamil, the other guy that went in this time, said when he walked in, he looked shaky. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times they don't know who the other people are. But here, this time, they did let mm-hmm. them know. That can tend to be a problem. But maybe it's better yeah. if... Um, you at least have an ally or a friend uh-huh. in there, I guess. Um, or know who's definitely not out to get you. What's fun, and you haven't seen it yet, but th- what they show after this on Thursday on A&E is they show first day booked. And so they've gone through, they went through Virginia Beach, Modesto. They had two different locations where they had people going in booked for the first time. And they showed a seven-minute preview at the end of the first the two-hour episode. Of, yeah, I saw that. This is pretty good. They had a girl. So for us, this is this Virginia Beach location is, I mean, it's right where we lived. This is two miles from the house in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. This is like next door. So that's a good show too. I think it's a typical, you know, first day book type of show. But it was interesting, and they put it on right after this. So we'll cover sixty days in as the season goes on. Unless it completely drops off in some way, but all the seasons are pretty much the same. I think it'll it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be pretty interesting. So somebody always leaves on day one. We may get yeah. We may get some more later. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcast. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 